60 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. Salutations and proclamations. It is I, it is you, it is us, it is we. Together, we make up the digital family that is the Daylight Fit Podcast. What's going on, everybody out there? I'm your host, Philly's number one son, a.k.a. the body alchemist, Sun Moon Bay, welcoming you to another podcast excursion. That's right, Daylight Fit Podcast, 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health in one podcast thank you so much for tuning in shout out to everybody all our listeners all our growing fans we appreciate you greatly um (laughs) i know this phrase has been said before but you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with us and we appreciate you greatly because time is short (laughs) you know and energy can be used to do so many positive things and the fact that you're taking the time to spend your energy and sit down with us, we greatly appreciate that. Um, we've got a great show for you today. I've got a great guest, uh, a humble man, a, a great individual, just just a cool guy. Um, and Mr. Richard Kaufman, uh, former military, army, former National Guard, um, is going to be sharing his story with everyone out there. This man, if you don't know Mr. Richard Kaufman, please google him uh hashtag the comeback coach he is worthy of his moniker he has survived substance abuse and has triumphed in my opinion has triumphed and is taking his knowledge taking his experience and using it to help other veterans uh to help individuals period to help humanity and I mean, what more can you ask for? I mean, that's what we're about here at the De La Fit Podcast. Each one, teach one in the village. And you know what I say about the village. We're all a part of the village. <laughs> I mean, I'm, and when I say we're all a part of the village, I'm not just talking about here where I'm at in Philadelphia or in New York or Boston. I'm talking about all the way here to uh, Kilimanjaro. You know, we're a part of the village. Somewhere, uh, somebody is in need of help you know and as we talk about uh fitness and uh, i should say holistic fitness and health we're i've always like to explain that you're not totally fit if you're not hitting the three or, or or all of the main areas you know it's not just about lifting the weights it's not just about um making sure your diet is straight and eating clean, you know, it's it's much more than that, you know, although we discuss that, although I love to talk about that, you know, it's not just about, you know, what you're doing financially, it's about what you're doing spiritually, and it's not just about what you're doing spiritually, it's about what you're doing financially, we're hitting the 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, that's what we're about here, and Mr. Kaufman, the comeback coach, that's what he is doing he is reaching out the hand trying to help his fellow veterans trying to help his fellow woman and man and that's going to be a great great show a great great interview that we are going to get to soon um before we get to that i want to discuss a little topic i was hit up by one of my mentors the trainer's trainer jeffrey snyder one of our uh continuous guests on the podcast who is also for a lot of you all out there you might not know he is one of my mentors in the uh fitness industry or fitness uh journey 
um, before I got my certifications and I would uh, go to the gym, he would assist me in a lot. And I was all it was always open to answer questions. Um, and uh, he he hit me, sent me a, a tag on Instagram. Uh, and oh, for those that don't know, I'm on Instagram at the excuse me at I think it's body underscore alchemist at Instagram something like that i don't know right now but whatever that's that's the, not the important part of the story but he hit me up and he was saying i want you to see this and it was a young woman i think she's a teenager i want to i want to confirm but she's powerlifting and she did a 315 bench a 315 pound bench press clean clean man and let me tell you i was excited i was excited man because i get excited whenever i see anybody progressing and positive whether it's in sports and life whatever because to me it gives you hope hope is the most important thing that we have on this planet and whenever i see something like that it gives hope it means we're getting stronger and for me i was ecstatic because i have my own personal views on a lot of different things some people might agree with and some they probably do not but that's just the way that we are as human beings but one thing i've always been against is this thing is like you know oh men are naturally stronger than women and as i have in my experience and travels and going to different gyms and things like that i have seen some very strong capable women i've seen some strong capable women that can outlift a lot of men i know some right now that i could take it to the gym with me and they can outlift a whole lot of individuals out there and they're smaller some are smaller some are a little bigger but the thing of it is is that i like that because i feel that we have adopted many many i don't want to say stereotypes but we have perpetuated many psychologies that aren't true they're based on a small situation that was taking place at one time you know um that's just like i've always been totally against the fact that women mature faster than men let me tell you something i grew up with three sisters i have a lot of women relatives and i <laughs> i know some <laughs> who have been in the petty gang for a long time all right and for those that don't know what the petty gang is you know that's yeah all i can say is if you know anybody that's petty you know you have that one person that's petty about everything well listen i have a lot of um, women friends and relatives who are in the petty gang and as well as men friends and relatives who are in the petty gang too but when it comes to maturity maturity is not based on or how quickly you mature is not just solely based on gender so and i know that firsthand uh just like strength is not necessarily just dictated by gender all right there are some men and women who are just phenomenally athletic strong um uh just that's it that's the part of humanity that we in my opinion we need to stop trying to psychologically control you know we say these things that you know oh 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 you know a woman is you know basically not as strong as a man and i feel that that is basically a lot of excuse my language bullshit we say these things and we think about them and if we really think about them let's be honest what is your opinion of 
the great guy of the universe, the father mother of the world, the author and creator. What is your opinion about him, her, or the all that is the one that created us? My reason for asking that, and I know many of you out there like, well, wait a minute, you're getting into religion and things like that. No, I asked you what your opinion is of the creator of all of us. For some of you out there that might not believe, that's fine. If you don't believe that there is one great God in the universe, you are so welcome to that. But for everybody else or whatever your thoughts are on the creator, this is what I want to say. My biggest argument has always been if he created or she or all created everything that was is never more to be then why why would you create an imbalance I had I, in my opinion I don't see anything that is imbalanced when it comes to the great creators creations there is no imbalance I'm not talking about the imbalances that we as human beings create within ourselves and within nature I'm talking about creations that the creator himself creates i don't see any i see human beings that are equal to each other in total total i mean so when, when i see certain things i'm just like mm, that's interesting and then the thing of it is is how do you equate equal for me you know things balance out that's the scale that's the equality there is no man without woman. There is no woman without man. Women give birth. Men plant the seed that gives the woman the child to give birth to. Now, I know we're in a modern society, and this might upset some of you out there. Like, yeah, but we don't, you know, artificial insemination, which just came about maybe within the last 30 years. Before that, we've been doing it the same old way. And after that, we'll be doing it the same old way. There's a reason for it. We, I think, have forgotten the reason. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting off the topic. What I want to stay on topic is the fact of I was ecstatic about this young woman's lift. And this young woman's lift made me feel good because, again, it gives us hope. It makes me feel good because I have young women in my family. I have nieces, nephews. And I want them to be able to believe and see that it is possible. That anything they physically want to do progressively, they can do. They have unlimited possibilities for progress. If a young woman wants to be strong as hell, be strong as hell. Lift that building. If a young man wants to be as intelligent as he wants to be. You can do that and vice versa. So I was very proud of this. And um, I'm going to try to share the link. I'm actually going to try to get this young woman on the podcast um, uh, because I've, I would love to hear her story. But I just wanted to share that with everybody out there because I feel that this is what we need. This is what we truly need in the world. We need to start pushing more of the true equality, the true positive progression and humanity not this other nonsense not this propaganda bullshit not this oh well this person's this no 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 look 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 
Haven't we uh, separated and divided ourselves enough in humanity? Aren't we still doing that? We haven't learned in how long? How many wars, how many empires, cultures, tribes have destroyed themselves? But again, don't let me start because, you know, I I, I get into these tangents and I'm going to come out. Um, But yeah, man, it, it was great to see. It was awesome to see that. I hope to see more from this young woman who, again, um, I'm going to share her name off the top of my head. I don't have my phone near me, um, but I will share it for everybody because I just want you all to see this young woman. I mean, she was phenomenal, you know, in her lifting, you know, and 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 share it with your if you have children, share it with your children, share it with your young boys, share it with your young girls. Let them see that it's equality. Let them see strong men and women let them see two people a man and a woman working in the gym together spotting each other doing it playing sports let them see it it's gonna do nothing but help build them that's what we're talking about 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health in one podcast that's the daylight fit family guess where you are at you're home you're home with the daylight fit podcast come on in the door is wide open sit down take a seat Got some biscuits in the oven. Got some vegan food for you. If you're not vegan, we can probably do something else for you. It's the Daylight Fit Podcast. You're listening to the Della Fit Podcast. Now available on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play Music. We're back on the Fit Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in into the Daylight Fit Podcast. I'd like to slow things down a little bit right now because uh, first and foremost, I have a guest who I am ecstatic and honored to have on our show. Um, first things first, a little bit of quick background. I come from a family of military people. My father was Marine. My uncle was a in the Army. Um, I have relatives in the Navy and the Air Force. So when... I saw this person um, come up on our radar and I read uh, his story and his bio. It touched my heart because, you know, I have family who are in the military and I definitely wanted to have him on the show. Um, (laughs) It's been it's taken a little while to get him on there, but no fault of his own. Uh, It's just me and and starting this uh, this awesome journey, which is this podcast. But we are now here. It is my extreme pleasure to introduce Mr. Richard Kaufman. Mr. Kaufman, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Thank you for having me today. It is our extreme pleasure. Uh, first of all, we like to say to you, thank you for your years of service to our country. Um, and just for your time that you're taking right now to share your story and to tell, um, to reach out to others. Okay, that, that's what I'm. That's my whole mission in life is to help other people. So, so. let's let's start from the beginning. Um, when I reading the, uh, the uh, other interview and information that I have from you, I've seen that one you were in the military for a number of years. Um, twenty four years. Yeah. Twenty four years in the military. Um, but the biggest thing I was watching is the fact of, or I should say, reading is the fact. You uh, you had an issue with with alcoholism and drugs. So yeah, well, 
Do you want to start at the beginning or you just want to do wherever you want to start? I'm good with I, I, I want you to really start from the beginning um, dealing with this. Um, just how, how did how did this start? And, you know, tell us a little bit about you and, and the beginning from starting in okay. the military to how this started, this took place. Uh, well, the whole alcohol thing started. Uh, my, my, my father left when I was like three months old. Okay. So my mom took care of me and uh, she... You know, we we lived in a poor neighborhood, and we moved like ten or eleven times by the time I was eleven. And then um, I tasted my first taste of alcohol about eleven or twelve, and I was a full blown uh, alcoholic by age thirteen. Wow! And then I joined the military at seventeen, uh, found drugs and alcohol in the military, and got paid to party. Um, stayed for two years and. Uh, they decided they didn't want me in anymore, so they threw me out for uh, not conforming to standards. And I was by then I was a full blown alcoholic and drug addict. Um, got home, lived with my mom for about a month, and she threw me out. So I was homeless for a while, and, and I bought a car and I lived in a crack house for a while. But I drank all my money away. So they threw me out of the crack house. That's bad when you get thrown out of a crack house. Wow. That's, that's when you know it's bad. And I lived in my truck probably for about a year. And then I got a job as a, a bartender, which is great if you're an alcoholic. And um, I, it was New Year's Eve, 1988. And I went to work and everything was going great. I... Uh, you know, customers are buying me drinks and everything. Next thing I know, I wake up the next morning, knocking on the door. It's a police. I, I robbed the place. Wow. And the guy that owned the bar was a police officer. And he says, listen, you know, I know you're young. You're not, you're only 20 years old. I'm going to give you a break. Either you go to, go to a program and get clean, you know, go to 90 days and 90 days, or you're going to go to jail. And back then, I was too pretty to go to jail. So I made like 360 meetings in a row, and I haven't had a drop of alcohol or drugs since. I got clean at 20. Wow. First so that's that part of the story. First of all, con- congratulations on coming out of that. Um, two, I mean, Wow. <laughs> So, how how did you begin this journey? I mean, I know you said you started at, I think, age 11? So, 11 or 12, somewhere around there. Wow, I mean... Because it was New Year's Eve, another New Year's Eve, I don't know what it is about New Year's Eve, but like, everybody in the house fell asleep and I found a little bottle of Southern Comfort. Wow. And I just started drinking it in the house. And after that, I just, I just felt the urge. So, and I, I, oh, I also got thrown out of, um, I quit high school at the age of 16, so by then I was an emancipated minor. Okay. So I, I don't have a formal education, okay. but I've read over 6,000 books. Wow. Wow. So I don't, like I said, I don't have a formal, you know, a book education. Right. So when I turned 17, it was either like, all right, I go to work or I join the military. So that's what I did, I joined the military. Part of what we do on the show um, is the fact that we're all a big supporter of what we call 
60 degrees holistic fitness and health um yep. which means it's not just about what you physically do it's not just about mm-hmm. the fact of your doctor says you don't have um an ailment or you know your 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 good health wise as far as physically but if it's not you're not mentally you know spiritually you know all of that mind body and soul exactly exactly so you and the funny thing is that you mentioned that is like whenever i was ever deployed anywhere right i always had a job at a gnc or the local gym so i've been in the health and fitness industry for 32 years now Okay. And actually, I, my clients are actually in the NFL, Major wow. League Baseball, the WWE. So that, that's what I'm doing. That's what I do for a living now is I actually help people trying to do what you do. Right, right. So, I mean, my my biggest thing is I'm, I'm asking you, and this is for others out there. You you went to AA. So how did the journey start from there? For somebody that might not, who needs this right now? You know, okay. how did how did it start from there? Well, there are three parts to my story. So, okay. um, I start. I went to AA. You know, I was 20 years old. You know, and I got to AA, and you're like, all the guys in the, the room are like 50 and 60 years old. You know, they're old and crusty. Which now I'm the old and crusty guy because I still go to AA. Okay. And you know, they always told me, sit down, shut up, don't say anything for 90 days, and you don't know anything. Right. And I did. And and the best thing about going to AA was actually I found God, or more like He found me, and it was more of about self reflection, you know, looking looking deep inside yourself, and then to change. Because sometimes you got to hit rock bottom to change, you know. And that wasn't my rock bottom at all, not even close to it. Wow. So I went to AA. Um, I got clean, sober. I joined the military again, and um, I stayed for a couple years. But I had an attitude. I always had a chip on my shoulder, so they were going to throw me out again for a second time, but not for drugs and alcohol, just for being an asshole, excuse my language. But um, I was due to be chaptered out on September 24, 2001. And then 9-11 happened. And because I'm from New Jersey and we only live like 15 minutes away from the towers, I, we knew people that, that died that day. Right. And something broke inside me. Something, uh, something switched in my mind. And, uh, like you said, I broke, I became a, what they call a broken man. And, um, I, I dedicated my, the rest of my career and my, if I had a career, uh, and my life to the people that we lost on 9-11. And I went to my company commander the next day. I begged for them to keep me in. They, by God's grace, they kept me in. Two years later, I won Soldier of the Year award. And I, I finished up with 24 years in the military total. So 9-11 actually saved my life. Wow. Wow. Um. That's the second part. <laughs> Keep keep going <laughs> keep going. I mean, <laughs> I'm 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 kind of I'm blown away. But all right, wow. Just so that's the second part. What would the yeah. third part be? What's what's the third part to you? Well, I was I was in the military, you know, and um, I moved back to New Jersey. And my first annual training with my unit, 
I was backing up a guy in his Humvee, and he, instead of hitting the brakes, he hit the gas, ran over the whole right side of my body and my head. Wow. Wow. And I was not only my blind, but I have PTSD and TBI. And they actually put me out of the military. They retired me out of the military. Uh, that was like six years ago. Now, wait, you said you, uh, have, you have two. What is that again? Uh, PTSD, uh, traumatic brain injury. Okay. And I'm blind in my left eye. Wow. So and that's when I got into a deep depression. And that's when I started to come back and be like, you know what? Maybe everything that I've gone through in my life, now I can start helping other people. That's when I started giving back. And that's when I officially became the comeback coach because everything I've been through, I keep coming back. And everybody loves the comeback story. That's true. So, you know, so now if I get to help people with everything I've been through, you know, they can realize, you know, they can do it too. And that's what I'm trying to do. My goal is to save a million lives. That's my goal. That's a worthy goal. That is, that is, that is, in this world with all the selfishness that takes place, that is a, a an awesome and tremendous worthy goal. What? Why a million? Why a million? What? Why that number? Because you know, I went and I spoke to a guy named Gary B. And I met him when we were talking for a while. When we thought I was talking about some of my goals. He was like, dude, why are you going to go for, to, to save a hundred people? Why don't you get to choose for a million? He was like, go for big numbers. If you're going to go, go big. He was like, right. you only live once. So, you know, why not? Understand. So I don't, don't know how, you know, I think it's more the ripple effect. Okay. You don't, I don't know how many people I'll, I'll affect. But if I can affect, affect one person and it changes their whole destiny, and so what are some of the things that you did because the, the bulk of this I'm, I'm, I'm sensing and I'm hearing from what you're saying is, is mental what are some of the things you did you, you went to the to AA um, 9-11 took place time after that I know I'm, it seems like I'm shortening it but you know and you're having these what I like to say I guess traumatic you know mental and spiritual moments yeah. what, what did you do where, I guess I'm trying to find out where did that uppercut come from that you're like you know what I'm coming out of this that like you said that underdog moment like you know that it was, my, that. It was, it was actually and I can remember the moment because uh, my girlfriend at the time she called me in she's like this is all going to be in the book that's coming out next month um, so she called me in. She's like, a plane just hit at the Twin Towers. And, you know, we thought, okay, it was just a regular, uh, you know, a plane hit. And then we started seeing everything happen. And I just sat on the couch. And then once I seen it come, to, you know, the towers fall. And I was like, there's people that we know that are actually in the towers and not coming home anymore. Right. And something, like I said, something just broke in me. It said, you know, I don't know if it's God. He said, "All right, you lived for you enough. You have to start living for others from now on." And from that moment on, is when it all started. Literally, something clicked in my mind and in my heart. I mean, I actually broke down and started sobbing. And I think that's when I, you know, I became a broken man. 
I think God can only use you after you're broken. Okay. Why? why? Explain that to, for any, anybody that might be listening. Explain that so that they can kind of understand a little bit more of well, what your mind is. Kind of like when you're, if you're in fitness, like, like I'm training, I train guys, you know, that are professional athletes, and I, but I also train people that are, you know, um, people just starting out. Okay. You have to break their body down in order to build them back up. And that's what the military does. If you go to basically, they break you down to zero and then build you back up. Like you, if you, if you're going to build a new house, you have to break the old one down, clear it away and then build up. Cause if you just build it on the old, if you're the old body, it's just going to become, it's going to be broken. So you have to have a, you know, you have to have a good base. You know, I think, uh, you know, you have to be broken before you can, you know, be rebuilt. You never see a place that's rebuilt on old, on, you know, on an old, um, concrete slab. Right, right. I, I, I think I understand exactly what you're saying. It's, it's, it's almost in a sense, it's, it's rebirth. You know, yeah. it, it, you know, you, you've, um, you've exchanged the old you for the new you, you know, and, 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 and into what you've become, which, I think that's just amazing. Um, and the biggest thing is it just comes down to making a decision. Because once you make a decision, everything else will follow. But you have to make that decision that you want to change, you know, like that you want to get in shape. You know, once you make this, making the decision is the hardest part. Right, right. So you just have to follow the instructions after that. But making the decision is like, you know, staying fit or, you know, reading more or whatever. You just have to make the decision, and that's the hardest part. People come in, come into in life, and just making a decision. Indecision kills. You know, you ever see a squirrel? He doesn't get killed because he's going left or right. He gets right. killed because he's undecisive. Right. So once you make that decision, everything else just will fall in line. I all right. So first of all, if it seems like I'm pausing, it's only because um, listening to you is is inspiring me and. You know, it's, I can feel it. I can feel what you're saying. So I, I want to ask you this question. If you, you've been involved with fitness majority of your life. Um, what got you in, involved with fitness? Let me ask you that question. For some reason, well, like I said, you know, I, I don't have a formal education. Right, right. But when I was a kid, I was into comic books. Anything I can read. I took anything I can read. Right. And then um, my mother was a nurse. So I always had like nursing books around and I always was interested in like, you know, kinesiology, physiology, biology, you know, but I, I hated school and I was out at 16, but it's something I always just, I was always interested in. And then I seen, I got the first issue that I ever seen of a muscle magazine right. and I was hooked. And then from then on, I, I have, like even to this day, I have, like six or eight subscriptions to fitness magazines that come every month and it's, it's been going on like 30 years now I'm just addicted to it I love it right right that's that's awesome so alright so alright you you were you were hit by or I should say uh, bit by the fitness bug alright mm -hmm. you've been through this uh, around it in your entire mm -hmm. life you're going through these um, these moments but you're still uh, connected to fitness uh the question I'm going to ask you is, after your accident, how, what did you do to get yourself back? Was it uh, rehabilitation? What, what type of rehabilitation took place? 
Um, well, afterwards, um, like I said, I was in a deep, dark place. Right. For like six or eight months, I would say. Because the thing that was hard was, not only did I lose my vision, but close your eye. Close your left eye right now. Okay. That's what I see every day. Wow. Look around your room. That's what I see every day. And not only did I lose my vision, I lost my career. Right. Because I thought the career was a gift because I screwed up so much the first two times. Right. So not only did I lose my career, I had, which my military career, it became who I was. Now I had to figure out who Richard was. Gotcha. And then I had this one day, I don't, I can't tell you when, I just woke up and I'm like, you know what? This is bullshit. I'm like, I've been through everything else. I've been through homelessness, drug addiction, alcoholism. I can get through this. Right. Now, during, when I was in the military, you know, after I got hurt, they would send me down. I had like six months. It takes six months to put you out. Okay. So we had to go down there on weekend drills. And I would, I just started reading, more reading. But I started reading books by, like, Robert Kiyosaki, mm. by Gary V. I started reading all these books. And I started, you know, thinking, wow, there, there's something else out for out there for me besides just, you know, military. And then I just decided one day, all right, get up off the couch. You know, it's time to get back in the gym. So I just did everything that I used to do, but with one eye. And have, you know, so I had to pretty much, they couldn't really do much for my, my shoulder. They, they sent me to uh, rehab. And after three weeks, the guy was like, dude, you've done everything you asked me. I said, just tell me, just write down what I need to do. I'll push myself harder than you will ever push me. Right. And they released me from there. He's like, I can't get you any further. You're as far as I can get you in three weeks. Wow. So, so far. So I left him. I just doubled down on, you know, the fitness and the health. And I just said, you know, it's time to do it. I can't, I, you know, I got to come back. Well, my, I got a six-year-old daughter. I can't let her, you know, right. can't let her think her father's a loser. You know, sit around and have a pity party. What kind of, you know, what kind of man is that? Well, sir, so I that's what I did. I just came back. I, I looked at your the, the pictures um, of you. I think you shared your Facebook. Um, I think it's a Facebook picture also of you, and also the picture in your the that was in the interview that you were had. Yeah. Um, and you look healthy. You look healthy, sir. You look <laughs> you look good. I mean, how how old are you? I'm, I'm, I'll be fifty next month. Well, I'm I'm looking at this picture right now, sir. And you 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 like the young people say, you got some swag. <laughs> you you're looking good. All right, you looking. I'm healthy. trying. You know what it is? Cause like I work with like like one of my guys. He he plays for the um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. I can't I can't be sloppy. Right, right. You know, right. but now like, cause, like now I'm actually getting out and get doing public speaking. Okay. Like I do a Facebook Live twice a week, you know, seen by thousands of people. Right. I can't just be sloppy. I can't be the comeback coach if if I can't. You know, you can't talk about it. You got to be about. It. Very true. Very you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you know now, so people hashtag the comeback coach. They don't want to see some big fat sloppy guy there. They're like, well, you know. I can't relate, but you know people can you know relate to me. 
What advice would you give to somebody right now who is listening to this show, who's dealing with depression, no matter what the scenario, what would you tell them? Well, this is something else that I'm, I'm working with a, a group of nonprofits. Okay. Um, they're called, called Joint, Joint Task Force 22 to 0. Okay. And what they do is they, I get out awareness that most people don't realize that 35 first responders a day commit suicide. Wow. No, I didn't know that. 35. Wow. A day. A day? Yeah, a day. So we've lost over 10,000 since New Year's Eve. Wow. And the number one thing people always ask me when I'm on podcasts, and this is why I do these, I, I don't do this for any glory for me whatsoever. It's all about saving lives. Right. Ask for help. Pride kills. Sometimes you just have to humble yourself because there's people out there like me, like you, that are going to help you. Right. All you have to do is ask for help because it's out there. You know, just don't be that guy. You know, I always just think I was a tough guy. I don't need anything. You know, I'm a warrior. I got 24 years in the military. And but and I sound sitting home and I'm broken. Right. You know, it's, it's like you have to let, let down that facade and say, listen, you know, I need help. You know, sometimes you have to humble yourself. And, you know, that, that would be the biggest thing is if, you know, if you're struggling, reach out. Like me, I'm available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You message me on Facebook and I'll always get back to you. And it's free. You know, some people and people just don't want to humble themselves. Like, I'm in pain. You know, it's a lot of people ask you, hey, how are you doing? And if you started really telling them how you're doing, you know? Right. So a lot of people just like, or like, like me and you, like we went out, had dinner, and we talked about sports, and we talked about the weather, but we probably wouldn't really talk deep. Right. And I think we have to start talking deep in this world now instead of all this other stuff that's going on. Superficial. So probably just ask for help. That would be the biggest thing. So is is it, and 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 you probably already said this, but I just want to say again. So is it, do you feel that people don't because it's, it's more ego, or is it just fear of letting people know that they're they're vulnerable? Or well, you know, I think that's what it was. Like I, how this all started, this whole podcasting thing. I was on my friend Donnie's podcast. He has a podcast called Success Champions, and we were talking about you know, all the guys I have in the different sports and who I, you know, I train and all that. And now I told him my backstory. Okay. And he's like, that's what you need to tell people. Right. Everybody, there's thousands of people in the health and fitness industry. Your backstory is what people need to hear. Right. And that's when I started. He's like, I want you to go back and watch that movie, Eight Mile, by uh, with Eminem. Eminem, said, right, right, okay. right. Great movie. And I'm like, and I'm like, why? He's like, just watch the ending scene. So I watched the ending scene like five times. And I called them that day. He's like, I want you to go on Facebook. And I want you to tell everybody anything that you've ever done wrong. And I'm like, why? He's like, because then you have the power. Then you can help other people. Because they know that you're vulnerable. And you are who you are. And that's what I did. I went out the next day and did a Facebook Live. And, you know, told everybody, yeah, I'm a drug addict. You know, I'm an alcoholic. You know, I'm, I'm uh, I was homeless. Yeah, but now I got a beautiful wife. 
I got a beautiful, beautiful house. I got three beautiful children. I run a million dollar company. Why can't you? What's your excuse? And people see that, you know, that, okay, he's just, he's a regular guy. And he's out there to help people. He's on a mission to help people. And people like when people are vulnerable, you know, and pride kills. I think, and a lot of the people think so much about what everybody else thinks about. Very true. What is the social media going to say? What kind of comments are you going to get on social media? It doesn't matter in the end. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. You're so yeah. right. <laughs> You're so right, uh, Richard. I mean, uh, uh, wow. <laughs> I mean, for everybody listening, I, I feel like, at least right now, as I'm listening, it's, it's a breath of fresh air because it's, it's, it's the truth. It's the simple, unadulterated truth. You know, I mean, we are, especially in this age, very stuck as far as our perception of what we want to put out. You know, what we're putting out. And a lot of the times, we don't know what's really going on inside. It's, it's the 100% truth. Now, you said you, you train individuals. Uh, what, and again, you, you before that, you said that you have no formal education. I'm, I'm just curious, did you get a certification or how did you yeah, get I, I got certified through NCSF. Okay. Um, ISSA. Okay. Uh, Stratford, Stratford Career Institute. You know, but I never, you know, I don't have any power. Right, right, right. You know, and, uh, you know, and, and the way people got, you know, in touch with it, because, like, you see a lot of guys, bodybuilders, you go into a store, and they can tell you about creatine, you know, they can tell you about protein. Right. But then you start talking, you'll get a woman that comes in there and says, you know, I'm having a urinary tract, urinary tract infection, what do I do? And they're like, their eyes glaze over, you know? <laughs> True, very true. So, you know, so you know, so they don't really know, you know, about the body. They just know about you know pumping up and bodybuilding. Right. So you know, I, then I just I started doubling down on you know to actually educate myself. Like I said, that's why I've read so much because it became a passion of mine. Like I, I want, I want to know why things are. Right. So now I get people that like I've been to the store I'm at now. I've been there going on ten years. He's been there 23. So he has a generational store where people that he took care of in high school are bringing their kids that are in high school back. And that's how I met, because I, I live, only live like 15 minutes from you know, New York. So I met a lot of the Giants players, the Jets players, you know, the WWE guys, and that's how I started getting known in those circles. Got you. Got you. Wow. Uh, Richard, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm blown away. Um, I, I, I'm, I feel inspired by you because I, I've, when I have these conversations, um, truthfully, this is a passion of mine, you know, um, health, fitness, and I, which I got from my father. Um, and I love to talk to other passionate people, you know, because to, to me, it's like, this is what it's all about. You know, it's the each one teach one, it's the helping one another. Um, so again, I want to thank you so much for coming on and just telling a little bit about yourself, uh, your story. Where can people contact you? Please uh, tell us your information so that if someone well, wants um, your help, they can contact you. just go to Richard Kaufman on Facebook, and I'm sure you'll put that in the liner notes and all that. Most definitely. Or they could just hashtag 
the comeback coach. The comeback coach. And that'll come up because everything that I do. Because when I met Gary, we were talking. He's like, I'm like, just give me a, just give me a nugget of, give me a nugget before I leave here. Right. Because everything you do, make a hashtag. He said, this way, if you people just hashtag one thing, it comes up on all your social media. Right. And I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. So now somebody hashtag, you know, the comeback coach, my podcast, my Twitter, my Instagram, my Facebook, my Pinterest, it all comes up. Well, please leave us all of that because I know we, we want to, I know your Facebook. Please tell them your Instagram because we, uh, the, us millennials, well, I'm not a millennial, but <laughs> a lot of millennials, they go by Instagram. You know, please, what's, what's your Instagram? It's all the comeback coach. Awesome. Awesome. Mr. Richard Kaufman, everyone. The comeback, yep. And like I said, you know, please, if you're just, even if you're just struggling, if you're thinking about it, you know, if you're thinking about ending, ending your life, it's not worth it. You know, this too shall pass. Just reach out and say, listen, I need help. Even if there's somebody to talk to, I'm available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And it doesn't cost a penny. That's it. This and my new book will be out December 18th. What's, um, what's, what's the title? Drop. What's the, what's the title? The, um, the Hero's Journey. Okay. From Darkness to Light. And where where will that um, be? Where where can people get that? I I don't. It's probably going to be um, just on my Facebook page, and then I'm going to see if I can get a publisher. I'm self-publishing it. Okay. But I'm so blessed because I actually got a, the opening quote is from the Christopher Reeve Foundation. Okay. Wow. About being a hero. Now the whole premise is I don't ever consider myself a hero, but the hero is a person that ran towards the buildings on nine eleven when everybody else was running away from it. And what I'm doing is the book is going to cost $35.22 because what it means is 35 first responders to commit suicide and 22 veterans is included in that. And I'm giving 35% of the proceeds back to the nonprofit. That's beautiful. That's And all, all it is is just my story that I just told you. Right. In a nutshell, but then it's you're going to have a chapter on how to, if you're a person has a family member that's dealing with depression, what depression looks like, and what alcoholism looks like, and and um, how, and there's going to be some things in the back for how people can get help, phone numbers and, you know, website addresses and stuff like that. Mr. Kaufman, I want to extend um, the our show to you and a guest to come back as a guest to come back when your book drops I would love for you to come back and talk more about your book um, for those that will that because I'm, I'm, I know it can help you know and um, we've had other individuals come on and talk about uh, depression and I don't think it gets talked about enough I, I, I sincerely don't think it gets talked to talked about enough um well, yeah. on, actually, sorry, if, you actually, if you actually, um, 128 people a day commit suicide in the United States. Wow. One every five minutes. And it's because of the depression and people are just not 
getting the help that they need. And that's where I'm just, I'm focusing the rest of my life on helping those people. That's what my goal is. Well, in any way we can help them further your goal, we are here to do that. Again, like I said, we would love to have you come back on, talk about the book, um, talk about basically if if you <laughs> you let us know because to me this is what it's all about. This is what health is truly about. You know, and people want they can catch me on my Facebook. I do a Facebook live every Monday, every Monday night, eight o'clock. You also do it on um, Friday, right? I do well Fitness Fridays, right? Because why I do, you know, people have any questions, fitness questions, I always answer those. And on Monday night, it's the Monday, because I'm a big wrestling fan, I, I, you know, ever since I, I met all the guys in the WWE. Same here, I'm so I, a big fan. <laughs> yeah, so um, probably some of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, like when I was sitting for lunch one day with Triple H and uh, The Undertaker, and I started calling them, you know, The Undertaker, like, dude, just call me Mark. <laughs> and, you know, Triple H is like, just call me Paul. I was like, how cool is that? That's, you know, that's awesome. Kurt Angle. You'll probably see that on my Facebook page, pictures with Kurt Angle and all the other guys from sports. But it's the, the Monday night show I have is um, it's called the Monday Night Comeback. Okay. And where I just go live with a, with a certain um, topic. Now, now, and every Monday night. Now, quick question. Do you have... Now, now you, you, do, you do the Monday Night Comeback. You do... The Fitness Fridays. Do you have a podcast as well? Or yes, any? I do. And what it is, it's called it's called Recovery and Redemption. Okay. But it's only like a, I only do like two or three minutes snippets. Okay. Just like sorry, Gary V does, you know, like a couple minutes, just whatever's going on that day, just so people can click on while they're on their way to work, and not get stuck and listen to an hour podcast. And it just gets people pumped up. So I do it every, every couple of days. It's called Recovery and Redemption. And it'll be, you know, a different subject every day. It might just be, like yesterday, I heard a great podcast by Ed Milet, which is one of my, you know, one of the greatest guys I've ever met. And so I just, you know, I just piggybacked on what he was talking about. So it's just little snippets, you know. I've had only like a, there's not a lot. I've only had maybe a thousand listens. Okay. But if one person decided to get help, then it's worth it putting in time now, is this on your Facebook as well, or is or is it on another yep. platform? Okay. It's on Anchor. Anchor, Anchor. okay. Now, I just want to tell you, I thought it's something new, and I would be remiss to, to not talk about it. I'm sorry if I'm running over your time. No, I no, apologize. No, no. Please go for it. <laughs> um, there's a project I'm involved with. It's called the Jeff Chambers Project. Okay. I have a friend, and he has to get a kidney transplant. And um, and the doctors cleared him for a transplant, but he has to lose, you know, he has to get healthy in order to. Okay. So the doctors gave him five months to get healthy. And I was like, dude, if we do this together, you'll be ready for surgery in two months. Right. So he has to lose, lose a certain amount of weight. He has to get certain things done. And he's like, I don't know what to do. I said, you know what? I said, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to say, follow the same food program. I'm going to follow the same workout program. And we're going to do it together. So we started uh, Monday on the Jeff Chambers project. Okay. So now 
the doctors wanted him to have to go on dialysis, keep on going on dialysis for five months. We're going to get him off in two months and have him have the surgery. How often is that? That's that's and I'm doing it amazing meal yeah. by meal, workout by workout with him, even though we're in different states. Okay. And it's free. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's truly awesome. So, so if I can get him to live and change his whole family dynamic, I've changed the world in a way. I like the fact of what you just said. Um, honestly, because you just said the key word, if you can get him to live. And I feel that many individuals out here don't know how to truly live. Not truly. You know, I mean, we're, there's a way that we're taught and then there's a way that we're supposed to truly live, you know. So I, I definitely love what it is that you just said. Well, like I have an uncle. He died a multi, he, he was, he died a multimillionaire. Okay. And he died young, younger. And he said, son, he says, I got this big house. I got all this money. I can't buy back a single day. Cause you need to enjoy every day as it's your last. Because one day it will be. And that's kind of, you know, ever since getting run over, you know, and the funny thing is I never wore my helmet before then. That was the first time I actually wore my helmet. And it saved me. So it was like, all right, God's telling me something. Right. So now I just live every day. It's my last day. You know, to make an impact in this world. Richard, I I want to... I have to end it because I'll be on here and I'll have the whole show, <laughs> you know, and the people with me, they'll be like, hey, hey, and I'm like, I'm, I'm waving them off. Um, I want to thank you again. I definitely well, want to thank you. Again. It's an it's an honor. Um, I'm, again, inviting you at any point. If you 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 have my number, <laughs> yeah. if you like, you know, you text me, hey, son. You know, I want to come on your show. I want to talk about, hey, it's it's an open invitation. Well, you know what we can do is one day we can actually get together. Because I'm only like two hours to tell it. We can actually get together and go, go for lunch sometime. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, so everybody that I've, that's ever interviewed me on my podcast, mm-hmm. on, on their podcast, they're all friends of mine now. Because I will promote your show ten times more than I will ever promote anything of mine at all. <laughs> well... I'm yeah, you'll see that on my Facebook page that I'm always promoting others. And, you know, that's how I have, like, well, I can't even have any more friends. So I'm about 5,000 <laughs> in the limit. And on LinkedIn, I'm at, like, 16,000. And I tr- always try to promote my friends. You know, I always want their lives to be better. Because Gary, you know, Gary, the more you promote other people, the more they'll promote you. You know, even Zig Ziglar said you can have anything you want in this world if you help enough people get what they want. That's very true. Better like this. When man honors man, he honors the creator. <laughs> exactly, you know. That's that's and God, and as long as you're doing good things, you know, God's always gonna take care of his own. That's very true. The great guy of the universe, man. Hey, look, Richard <laughs> you everybody like I said, um again, I'm I'm smiling. I don't know if you can you can hear I'm smiling because I feel really good from this conversation. Sure, I'm glad. Yeah, so let um, me know whenever it goes live, and then I'll you know, put it out on all my platforms. Most definitely. Also, we do have to have lunch. Um, I travel to New York often, 
So okay. I'm, I'm I'm always you know not far and and definitely now I'm gonna tell you now I'm vegan so we're gonna have to find a spot where you know we can hey, both I, eat. Hey, I'm not mad at you. All right. I'm mad at you. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Everybody, Richard Kaufman. I'm 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 listen. I feel like I just I, I like I've been talking to a good friend on here. I mean, everybody hey. says that. I had a guy. We did a podcast. We were at like. 90 minutes. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> I just felt like I just fucked my best friend for hours. Like, yeah, that's what it should be. It's the truth. People don't want to listen to somebody that's monotone and boring. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> you, know? you know, you want to keep, you know, you want to like, have fun. That's very true. That's very true. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here cracking up and I'm like, man, you like, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, you got to be serious. I'm like, but, uh, this has been I awesome. Hope if, we, if we could just reach one of your audience, it was all worth it. Most definitely. Richard, I, I'm I'm going to finally listen to uh, one of my, my staff mates who's like, all right, all right, all right, I get it. Um, <laughs> thank you for coming on to the podcast. I appreciate you. You have an open invitation. We will have lunch. Definitely, most okay. definitely now. <laughs> and, uh, just, just know that your mom is in, our, is in my prayers, okay? Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Don't get in trouble yourself. You're listening to the Della Fit Podcast. So, big shout out to Richard Kaufman, uh, everyone. I appreciate him so much for coming on to the Della Fit Podcast. He is a great individual he's a nice guy humble guy um short story after the interview we ended up texting back and forth talking about wwe he's a big fan and so am i anybody that knows me truly knows i'm a wwe fan have been for years and we it was comical because we were um i was asking him what era did he prefer i'm more of a nwa wwf era time dusty Rhodes, magnum uh ta uh, the Freebirds type of guy, and he's more of the '90s attitude era, which I like. But you know, uh, I'm I'm kind of a big fan of both, but more so the uh, early era. So we text back and forth about that for a little while, and um, I just want to say again, thank you to him for coming on to the show and sharing his his experience, his story, um, his trials, tribulations, and his comeback. You know, he's truly worthy of the title comeback coach in my book um and i want to thank him personally because individuals like him give hope i certainly hope that anybody that's tuning in and listening you were able to get something positive out of this at the utmost i hope you were able to take back some hope hope in my opinion is the spiritual food that human beings need on this earth without hope i don't know what else is hope is what drives us you know it's what spurs us on it's our motivation it's our inspiration to continue to grow and progress and to move forward and to not give up and it is very 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 easy to give up um we live in very uh troubling times and it seems like things are getting harder and harder no matter what you believe no matter where you're turning 
it's difficult. It is truly difficult. And I've witnessed that personally with friends, family and individuals. I have been uh, the opportunity, I should say, to be around. So it is a difficult time that we are in. But people like Richard Kaufman, uh, a lot of the guests that come on this show, individuals that are um, out there constantly giving back to one another. We thank you. We thank you because you help give hope. And that's what's very much needed. Um, again, uh, Rich Kaufman's book is A Hero's Journey from Darkness to Light. He is self-publishing the book. As soon as we find out when the book is out, as soon as he uh, is prepared, we will be showing and putting the information on our website, which is www.daylightfitpodcast.com. And uh, having a link to where you can purchase the book, which is his story. And again, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on to the show, Richard. And to all of you out there listening, thank you for spending your time here. You know, um, time is of the essence. Time is something that is valued. And we thank you so much for sitting down and taking that time to spend it with us here you know, to listen, you know, um, when I started this podcast, I had no idea what would take place. I didn't even know how to start a podcast. And I've said this before, but I am very proud and I'm very proud of the fact of all the individuals I have been blessed to talk to and to learn from. Um, it inspires me to keep going. You know, so I hope that this podcast is doing the same thing for you listeners out there. I hope you are getting and gathering information. I hope it is inspiring you to continue, inspiring you to um, improve upon your physical fitness, your physical health, your mental health, your spiritual health, your financial health. Anything that you feel is lacking in your life, I hope that this podcast is helping you. Because that's what this podcast is about. It is holistic fitness and health. It is not just a tagline. It's something that we totally believe because we all need it. Fitness is not just how much you bench. It's not just what the doctors say. It's not just eating clean. It's not your diet. It's just not just. It's everything. It is everything. Anyway, we're going to call it a day um, for many people, I know you're out there, you probably, you know, like, hey, where's the dropping the jewels section? The dropping the jewels section will be returning. It will be returning next week. We will have uh, Brittany Noel. She will be coming back and we will be talking with to her um, about your topics that you email us at uh, email us, which if you're looking or you have a topic that you want us to tackle or talk about or you you have a question to ask us you can hit us up at dayla dayla13 at gmail.com uh you can also go to our website again which is www.daylafitpodcast.com and go to the contact section and just click on that little link there and uh, type in your what it is that you're you want us to talk about your topic or your question you can also find us on Facebook at again Daylight Fit Podcast. 
We are on Instagram also at day underscore lie underscore fit podcast. So we are all over the internet. We are all over social media. We are out there looking for you. And we hope you're looking for us. As always, I thank you so much for tuning in. Be progressive. Be loving. Be fit. You've been listening to the Delafit Podcast. Ta-ta for now.